You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Okay, let us pray. Father, we bless your name and we thank you for today. Let your will be done. Thank you for the guidance by your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for revelation and thank you for the flow of your spirit, Lord. Let your will be done in this service. Let your purposes be established in this service and in this gathering. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Wow. So Bibles, turn your Bible to Acts chapter 1. And we'll be talking about different battles, isn't it? Different fights. So Acts chapter 1, and I'm reading from verse 1. It says that the former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and also to teach. Until the day in which he was taken up after, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Okay. Then the next verse says that to whom also he had showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God then verse 4 and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. So we are on the point on um, talking about fight to catch the anointing. Okay, and uh, I'm saying to you that when Jesus, Jesus' school of ministry, Jesus' school of ministry, this is one of his first recommendations that he's saying that you don't leave Jerusalem. Don't leave Jerusalem. Don't make any move. Don't make any move until you have received the promise which I told you about. 
And he explained to them in case, should in case they had forgotten what he had told them, he's telling them that John had been baptizing with water. John has been baptizing with water, but he is going to baptize them with something new, something fresh, something powerful called the Holy Ghost. So, if you like, in the Jesus' school of ministry, his strongest recommendation is that make sure, make sure you become anointed before you set off. In other words, in other words, without, without the anointing, you will not be able to function. Other Jesus wouldn't have recommended it. After he had told them, you know, go into all the world, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, uttermost parts of the world. He's saying to them that, look, I know, I know the vision I've brought about, but I don't want you to depart. Is that not what he says in verse 4? That do not depart. Don't leave. Don't leave Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. So, you know, when you are in ministry or you are working for God, one of the things that you should be um, waiting for or expecting, expecting that is looking out for, is to become anointed. Not money. Don't look for money. Don't look for money. Otherwise, otherwise, I'll tell you how to apply for money and people will start sending you money. Then you have money, but you see that you have bags of money and you will not even know what to do with it. I mean, as in, you will not have a church to pastor or a ministry to fulfill or anything to. So it's not, it's not money, but look for the Holy Spirit, which is the anointing. So no matter what you are doing, no matter what you are doing as you are moving around, have an expectation and a desire that you will become anointed. That you will be anointed. That you am, am not just anointed once and then that's it. Look for more anointing. Anointed people, interestingly, are one of the most hungry and eager people for anointing. They always want more. They always want more. It's just like people who drink. They always want more, isn't it? Or people who use drugs, isn't it? They always want more. Yeah, they're always looking for more. So you see that anointed people are also the same. They always want more. They're always looking for more because they know, they know that that is what it takes to do the work of the ministry. Without the anointing, without the Holy Spirit, I don't know how far you can get. You can do a few tricks, tell a few stories, you know, play a few games here and there, a few gimmicks here and there, but I don't think you really last that much. And um, I think it was last week when we were talking about it, and I was saying to you that um, it's, I don't know whether it was you, it was somebody, somewhere. It is, it is becoming anointed, I think, in my opinion, I think, it's actually proof of your relationship with God. Because nobody, nobody, can give, nobody can give you that thing apart from God. Nobody can give it. That is why that man, I always forget his name, Zacchaeus or Nicodemus. 
I think it's Nicodemus, said that no man can do these things except God be with him. No man can do it. No man can do it. It can't be done. There are some things that you can't do unless God is with you. You can't have it. So you, it's like your search, your search for God and your desire for God and your interest in God and what God is doing and what God wants that also brings anointing into your life. Man can give you different things. Men can give you money. They can give you favors. They can even give you a title. They can even give you a title. Man can say from today, you are called pastor. And you will be called pastor. But what is God saying? What is God saying? What is God doing in, in your life? Man can say, oh, from today, you are LP. And LP, you will be called. With all the privileges that come with it. First row seat, second row seat, third row seat. I mean, guaranteed seat. You don't struggle for chess. Yeah. When you come there, somewhere to sit. You, you, you come, you sit. It is for you. And why not? You must have it. You must have some chairs. And sit on it. We can't wait for um, this COVID to add more chairs so that more people would. Uh... Yes. The spacing now has made us look like this, but we have more chairs we can put in. So you, you, you would see that titles and those things, it's not, it's not it. It's not it. What, what, what there is for the work of the ministry is to become anointed. And you need to become anointed. You need to fight for the anointed. You need to fight and battle to become anointed. Not fight. You see, I keep, say, I keep saying money. I don't know whether you are wondering why. Because, I mean, I feel, I feel people genuinely, genuinely think that when you have money, you can do this and you can do that. You can, you, you, of course, I mean, you, you have money, you can, do, you can do a lot of things, isn't it? You can do a lot of things. Yes. You can buy new clothes. You can buy new clothes. You can, I mean, you can do a lot of things. But it doesn't give you the anointing. It doesn't give you the main real thing that you need to do the work of the ministry. That's why sometimes, not always, sometimes you see people who have the title, but they can't do so much. Or they don't do so much. And maybe you'll be wondering, you'll even be wondering that, is that, is that what it is? Is that all that you can do? Is that all that there is? Is it only up to this point? And you see somebody else also, if you like, has the title, but he's different. And the difference, the difference is the Holy Spirit. Or the anointing. That's the difference. That's why, that's why Jesus is saying that, look, wait for that thing. Wait for that thing that I promise you that it will come. Wait for it. Don't go here because you need it as you are going. You need it. He's the, he's the, main, he's the main person that you need. He's the main person. He's the doer of the things. He's the one to move. He's the one to work. He's the one to operate. He's the one that you must have. So you will discover, you will discover that when you start believing that and set your eyes on it, you start looking for it. How do I get it? Where do I get it from? And who gives it? 
And that's why he said, the, the giver of that one, you can't deceive him. The giver of that one, you can't deceive him. You can't, you know, you can't swerve him. You can swerve men, you can swerve people. I've been swerved many times. Do you understand swerve? Yeah, I've been many times, many times. I mean, so many times. I, 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 this is, I even laugh at myself. Yes. Even Sunday, somebody was telling me about a swerve. That somebody swerved me. Yes. Yes, just this Sunday. I was sitting in the corner there, and the person was telling me that, oh, this person, oh, he's a top swerver. Yes. And he told me, he told me the things the person said about me. Yeah. He said, oh, this is what he said, this is what he said, this is what he said. So he said the person advised him that he should avoid me. It's like avoid, avoid this man at all costs. So he's also been avoiding me till till this Sunday he came. I didn't call, he came. It's like his time has come to come and surrender. <laughs> yeah. But you can't, you can't swerve God. You can't. I mean, you can't, you can't. He knows you. He knows your heart. So you have to start tuning your desires for the anointing. I pray that we'll become anointed. We'll all become anointed people. It makes, it makes the work easier. The work becomes easier. Becomes easier. If, if you can catch the anointing or catch an anointing it's, it's easier, it's simpler so we started um, we started what the journey journey, talking about the journey for the double portion of the anointing from 2nd Kings chapter 2 Are you, are you here? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Is it cold in the room? You can be made warmer. Mm-hmm. A little bit warmer, okay? The sisters, they feel cold. Don't freeze them. Sisters, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, they feel cold. During summertime, they are cold. He said, and It came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Okay? I told you that this is the best story in, in catching the anointing, receiving the anointing, and using the anointing. And doing greater works than the person you got the anointing from. This is the best example. That's Elijah and Elisha. So verse 2, and Elijah said unto Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. Verse 3, and the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, yeah, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, as the Lord liveth, 
And as I so liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yeah, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Tarry, tarry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as I so liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. Okay. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off, and they, and they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither, thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee. I'm sure, the, I'm sure you'll be thinking, this is all I've been waiting for. This is all I've been following you from Gilgal, Bethel, Jericho. This is all I've been waiting for. I've just been waiting for you to ask me. Now, what do I want? What do you want? But you keep rather saying that stay here, don't come again. Other all sorts of discussions. Then these um, other people in Bible school were also saying their things. When they finish, they just finished a lecture on the apologetics. Then they are coming to talk. Hmm. When you're in Bible school, aim to catch an anointing there. Yes. That's, that's all you have to be doing. As you are there, your aim has to be to catch an anointing. As you're walking there, walking around the anointing, seeing the manifestation of the anointing and the works of the anointing, you have to aim to catch something. That's the, that's, that's the whole duty. Anywhere you go, everything, we just have to be aiming that look. May even a drop like that can I have just a drop. If you can get a drop before you come back, man, you'll be super. Okay? And Elisha said, Elisha, now Elisha is speaking. All this while he's just been telling people to shut up, isn't it? Now he's speaking. I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And look at Elijah's response. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. I mean, I mean thank God you've, he didn't say he's asked an impossible thing. One of the things I thank God for is that anointing can be shared and anointing can be caught. I thank him for it so much. So much. That I mean, it, it means that there is hope. There is hope that you can also get something. Yeah. Right from right from the days, right from the days of Moses and the seventy elders, when he said, "Bring me the seventy elders, so I'll take the spirit that is on you and and put and put it on them, so that they can stand with you and work with you. Otherwise, they can't work with you." The reason why people struggle sometimes in ministries is because they never put their eyes or their heart on the anointing. They don't seek to catch the anointing. So you see, there's there's conflict. And you can't, you can't defeat the anointed one Because God is with him God is with him It's God who chose him It's God who anointed him You can't You can't destroy what is Because it's God who is doing it You would think it's man But it's God So that's why you see that When you are in a place You don't criticize what is going on there You don't criticize it You don't fight it You must rather be desiring to catch it so that you can work better you can work better you can be more effective you can be faster you can be fruitful you i mean you will be sharper 
and you will be significant if you can get what is working in the house you don't you don't come and criticize and say that here they don't do this they should do it like this they should do this why don't they do this no right from them God said look I, I'm going to take this thing I'm going to put some on you so that they can work with you otherwise they can't work with you you can't you can't work with someone that you have not gained interest in the anointing that is on his life because the whole ministry is based on a particular anointing it's a particular anointing that is at work the whole ministry anybody's ministry is a particular anointing it's not a particular car or a particular type of money or how they use money or how they do it's an anointing that is at work so when there's an anointing at work you see the manifestations of the anointing that's why when you come here you see a lot of young people and then you see young people who are interested in the work how much money do young people have but when you come to the church you see that we are not poor is, it not, is that in itself not a mystery to you You will see young people, and then you will see young people pastoring churches. And then you will see the you will see the you will see the churches. You see the people are capable of starting churches. Even founders, found people who are, are founders, people who are founders. Do you understand people who are founders? People who are founded churches. They don't have they don't have what branch pastors have. Because of the anointing. Which I'm, I'm, I'm just pointing it out to you so you have eyes to see and understand. That some of the churches that lay pastors have, founders don't have it. Do you understand founders? You just told me that you did. Yes. Founders. People are founders. Presidents. Presidents of their Charity. Don't have it because it's a it's an anointing that is at work. What you see, what you experience is that, and you can only join it if you believe in the anointing and you desire that anointing. That's how you can join it and function in it. When you criticize, you never get it. When you are indifferent, you never get it. When you are a liar, deceiver, actor, you will never get it. You can talk all the talks till your tongue goes blue. You see that it's not working. That's why you see people, they talk nicely. They don't nice all sorts of things, but you see there's nothing to them. There's nothing to their name. Because it's not by those things. It is by the Spirit. So, so he's saying here, Elisha is saying here, back to Elisha and Elijah. Elisha is saying here that thou hast asked a hard thing and if only you will see me when I'm taken from thee it shall, be, it shall be so unto thee but if not it shall not be so as simple as that hey, Elijah so now this uh, poor boy has to find a way to stay awake and stay alert and keep, his, keep his eyes keep his eyes keep his eyes on this man because he's been told that what he's asking for is a hard thing. 
That's, that's why the title of our thing is Fight to Catch the Anointing. Imagine if it was easy to catch an anointing. We'll all be anointed, but we'll all be heavily anointed by now. Anointing will be dripping off us like melting ice cream. But anointing will drip over, off us. Yes, we'll be anointed. No, we, we will be anointed. God will anoint us. Yes, because we want it. How many of you also want it? Yes, we want it. Anointing will be dripping off us. We will be anointed. We'll do more. We'll do more and we'll do greater. Yes. God will do it. You watch, He will do it. You will see that God is doing something do something with us and with you with you in particular yes you will get it yes okay so in the battle and the fight for the anointing I told that way so we are using this story and we have different stations and their significance so that is what we started going through because it's, it's like a journey with different stations different junctions that you have to go through and that you'll be going through it. So you will see on the, on, in the life of the anointed person, you see that there are different stations and stages in his life. And last week we talked about Gilgal. And, and, and I told you the symbolic meanings of the places. Do you remember that? The first thing we said was the place of circumcision. Do you know today, this morning, we're praying about that? Those of you who were up and you, 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 you were interested in prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody remembers boyfriends and girlfriends. Yes. Mm-hmm. And financial stupidity, isn't it? Someone also remembers financial stupidity. Yes. And disloyalty, isn't it? Having disloyal friends and relationships. Yeah. So you will see that you see that circumcision is like a painful experience. I mean, there are some nationalities that circumcision is done when you are old. Other places it's done when you are a baby. I mean, we know if you know a baby, we crying, but it's virtually nothing. But in other places, it's a whole ceremony when you are like a teenager. I mean, it would be it would be an easy thing. It would be an easy to to be circumcised at an older age. I mean, come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, there are things in your life that have to go. There are things in your life that are not assisting you to get close to God. To get close to God. There are things that are taking you. Is it sometimes, it's almost as if you are not aware of it or, or you like it or you enjoy it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So sometimes you need, you need maybe some, something like a father or a pastor to point out to you that this thing has to go. This person has to go out of your life. Or this thing has to go out of your life. I advised a brother once that, you know, go off social media because it's not helping you. And then when he left, and I said to somebody that he won't do it, he'll go and change his name and tell me that uh, Bishop, I've done it. Can you see the games? The games? Yes. 
So I said to the president, I'll prove it to you that that's what he's done. I'll prove it to you. He did exactly that. Yeah, he did exactly that. As though he's doing me a favor. Yeah, he just, you know, you can, you can change your name and, and just operate, continue. We're all here. I'm here. Am I not here? Don't ask me if where he is and what is up to and what there is to him. Games, so so games. It's like we are doing major, but it's like games. It's like everything's like a game. As if you know, it's like this. As if we are a teenager. Do you know how teenagers behave? How many of you are teenagers? Oh, okay, grow up. Okay. <laughs> teenagers feel they can outsmart you. It's like I don't know. I think sometimes I think. I'm sure when I was a teenager, I was also like, I was also like that. But I think we forget that our parents have been teenagers before. Yeah. Yes, when I was a child, I thought like a child. Your speaking is your actions. It's like a, like a little child. Meanwhile, we are talking about serious things. I mean, can you imagine? It's like I'm trying to help you to fulfill your ministry. What has it got to do with me? With or without you, I'm on the move. With or without you, I don't, I don't actually don't need you. I'm just trying to help you. That look, this thing, it's a serious thing. This is how you do it. This is how you, you do it. I was just trying to cut yourself off something. It will be painful. It will not be easy because circumcision is not an, it's not an easy, it's not like it's eating ice cream. But you don't want to pay the price. I'm not surprised at your results. It's like going to school, you see somebody who is not studying. The person is always playing, joking, jumping around. Then you go and write exams, then the results come. Will you be surprised at the results? You'll be surprised at the results. You can even tell the person before the results come. I saw some, uh, someone the other day who was caught a young boy who doesn't want to study to pass his exams. So she has caught, she's made herself uh, authority auntie in his life. Say, come and sit down. Come and sit down here and study. Sit down. Sit there. And the boy is sitting there. And I was saying to myself that, hey, so after this one too, what next do you have to do? When will this person grow up? Because this not, they will see young boy, but not young. Because after a certain while, you have to grow. You have to grow up in life. You have to grow up, unless it's a medical condition that is not allowing you to grow up. Sit down. I mean, sit down. Learn. I mean, you know, there's someone who has finished university. So, when when is this person? You ask. When is he going to be responsible? Will he ever be? You have to catch the pe- you have to catch the person like you are catching you are like you are catching a pigeon. Sit down. I said learn. I said learn. I'll buy you super malt. To <laughs> 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 this. Put your head down into the book. 
you say somebody has to do it for you. Someone, someone, something, people that someone has to do that. But the point is that now, as you're saying, put your head into read. Is he reading? Will he read? Read. When you're hungry, just tell me, I'll bring you food. Read. So you see pastors telling people, pray. Do this. Don't do this. Don't be like that. Um, um, don't have a boyfriend. Suck this boyfriend out of your life. Break up. It's like, hey. Break up. Hey. Hey, Bishop, my heart. But it's because you don't want anointing. You don't, you don't, it's, it's not something you're interested in. Because there's a price for everything. This same person will say, hey, boyfriend, can sit down for 10 hours for her hair to be made. Yes. When you ask and you talk, you tell that oh, beauty is pain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You see, her shoe size is size five. And she's looking for a particular shoe. And the one that's available is four. She will put her foot, she will put her foot in it. She will put it in and come and walk. And I mean, well, I'm sure her friends notice. But you see, the people that she does, the guys she wants to impress don't look at shoes. They are looking at something else, but she doesn't even know. They are not looking at the shoes. It's her lady friends who are looking at the shoes. You see her, her feet can't breathe, but she's there. She has come. It's like, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. I'm okay. I'm okay. Beauty is pain. That's what they'll tell you. You see her. Size five person in size four shoes. Just so that it's like, I've also worn it. It worked. These are the people you see that after the program doesn't even end. You see, you see them walking around with their shoe in their hands. See them walking around. How many of you have seen what I'm talking about before? See? Yes. <laughs> it's what? In the carrier bag, yes. They come with Asda, Asda carrier bag. Yes. There was a time that I banned ladies coming to church with carrier bag. I said, you can't come to church with a carrier bag. What? You have your nice bag, nice dress, everything that you have. Asda bag. <laughs> or, the, or the blue the blue and the black uh, Peckham one. Ah, what are you doing? This is your nice dress that you are holding a blue carrier bag. Yeah, you are coming to church. <laughs> I, I said, why don't you buy a nice bigger bag and put everything in it? A, a, a little bigger, bag, put it, let it be in. Oh, you carry a bag, it's, it's no fine. No fine. Brothers, it's fine. No fine. Sisters, we are saying no fine means it is not nice. That you've come to this. Yes, I'm walking, I'm looking. Whether it's how I brought the carrier bag. <laughs> So it's a place of circumcision, okay? It's a place of circumcision, a place for painful separation from some things. 
If you are serious with God, there are some things you separate yourself from from today. Painful separation. You have to separate. The things you are used to, but you have to cut yourself off. It's like, no. No more. No more. I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. There are people you have to block. And you too, somebody has to block you, perhaps. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I block people. Though. I think I've told you before. I block. I really block. One, two, you are blocked. Yeah. I've been saying 36. The other day I had a look at some people that it was 76. Yeah. I mean, I don't have time to waste my brains on things. So what is this? Hey, what is up? No, 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 no. One, two, three, block. Finish, 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 finish. Uh, there, there, are, there are issues in life that I, I need to free my mind on to think about. No senseless, crazy people trying to worry me. I don't need, I don't need your problems. Yeah. Separation. Even me, I can give you a name to use on, on the head. Facebook or whoever. I can give you a name. You can call yourself Tom Jones. <laughs> I can give you a name to go and use. <laughs> and then the next thing was what? Hey, I'm only doing a recap. I haven't started my message today. Mercy on me. The next one, the next meaning of Gilgal was the place where the manna ceased. Gilgal was the place where the manna ceased. That is, supernatural provisions ended. There was no more stumbling into things. Accidentally. Like I've stumbled into the church accidentally. Oh, things are working accidentally. No, it gets to that now. You have to pray for things. That's what Jesus said. Ask and you will find. You, 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 you will have. Um, seek, you will find. Knock and to be opened unto you. It's like there are some things that now you have to do. So you get to a point in which you see that now you actually have to sit up and do certain things. You have to pray. You have to go on evangelism. You have to use now you have to use anakazu to mobilize people to come to church and be in the church. You have to deliberately consciously it's not like some wind will blow and then people have come to church no, people have to be mobilized work work when you are working it's, a, it's as if there is no God yes but you know what I will tell you do you know what I will tell you if there is no God you wouldn't work it's God it's the Holy Spirit that makes you work Yes. It's the Holy Spirit that makes you work. It's the anointing that makes people work. Lazy, lazy Christians are, are bereft of the spiritual. They don't have the spirit. They don't have it. That's why they can't work. Because there's no zeal. There's no energy. There's no strength. 
That's what, that's what explains the laziness and the inactivity. So when you see a church in a free form mode, it's like, anything can happen. We are just here. I mean, we are just here. We're happy. We are just here. We don't really do anything. We don't really work hard. There's no, there's no stress. There's no tension. There's nothing. It's, it's a place where the level of the spirit is quite low. That is why it's in that state. The level of the spirit is quite low. What are you thinking about? The spirit makes you work. Gives you desires, visions, things that must be done, things that can be done. Movement. There's movement with the spirit. There's activity with the spirit. There's energy, energy, energy. You have energy. You feel like doing something. You feel like doing something. You feel like something must be done. You feel like we must do something about this situation. Your mind is full of ideas and strength. Something must be done. Something can be done. We can do something. We can do something. We can do something. We can build. Let us build. We can build. That's a sign of the presence. The spirit is with the person. The spirit is with the person. You see, there are meetings. There are meetings, there's tension, there's stress. No, we are cool. Let's flow. It's working. It's working. When even when it's not working, it's working. Yes. Powerful. By the grace. By the grace. By the grace. By the grace, Bishop. We'll push. We'll push. By the grace. It's working. By the grace. No. No. From Gilgal. From Gilgal. They moved to Bethel. In Bethel, you will see that the sons of the prophets tried, they tried again to dissuade him. No, verse 2, give me verse 2. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, as I so liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thee? These are the Bible school people. And he said, Yeah, I know it. Hold ye your peace. You don't want to change the verse anymore. And the next uh, story begins. So, what is the meaning of Bethel when you get to Bethel? Let's talk about Bethel today. So, the place, Bethel, is the place which takes you further away from your vision. It's a place, it's a place that you are, you are, you are hoping that you'll be 
a mega church pastor that you, you will be amazed that your church will be full but there you are there you are they say you are a treasurer what is further from preaching every Sunday than counting money or they say do sound or take photographs or even assist somebody go and sit somewhere a spiritual person is an obedient person a spiritual person is an obedient person to see who is you are looking for who is spiritual look for who is obedient who obeys instructions especially instructions that he doesn't understand or he, he, he may even feel that it's not what I want or what I would like but because you, because you are saying it I will do so it's the thing it's the thing that takes you it feels, it feels as if you are no longer on course but obedience and humility is what will keep you on course because eventually you'll find yourself there. Eventually you find yourself there. It's not, it's not like this what I want. You see, when I hear people, when I hear people saying that this is what they want to do, then immediately I know that we have a problem. I know immediately that we have a problem. There's a problem here. There's a problem here. Somebody, somebody is losing it. You see, somebody who has achieved anything. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing to your name. You haven't, you haven't done it, or you, or you haven't done much. Maybe let me say you haven't done much. And then now you are saying, "This is what you want to do," and you are even, you are even, you are even describing your calling and your office. Me up to today, I don't even know my calling. Every day when I wake up, anything that I have to do, I just do it. Have you heard me say that I'm an evangelist before or a pastor or a prophet? Have you heard me say? Because you're looking at me as if to say, oh, bishop. If I knew, I would have said it. I would have said, I'll tell them, look, I, I believe I have apostolic callings and I have evangelistic sentiments and I have prophetic visions. And pastoral traits and teaching abilities. But have you heard me talk like that before? This is what I'm telling you. I'm here. I've been here for a while. Yeah? I just do. I have been. I've just been doing what I find to do. Like this evening, like Tuesday evening, I found people to preach to. So I am just preaching. That's all. That's all I've been doing. That's what I've been to say. God, me, I think that. Uh, uh, so you see, maybe a bishop has called me and gave me something to do. That I say, you know, bishop, I feel in my heart that I am into. Um, I'm into the. I'm into drumming. I want to drum. I don't think that's how spiritual people talk. Spiritual people who even feel they have a calling, they can do anything. 
Because all they want to do is to follow the will of God. When you have prayed, you have prayed. I mean, imagine Jesus. He had prayed three hours, sweating blood. When he, when he finished, there are people coming with clubs and stones. God, if this is your answer, we go with it. We go with it. We flow with it. That was the journey to the right-hand side of God. That was the route to the right-hand side of God. To have a name that is above every other name. That is the route that God chose. He saw people with stones and clubs coming for him. And one of you who had not, pray, who had not prayed and woke up from the sleep, he took a knife and cut off somebody's ear. Because he's not been praying. If you had been praying, you would have said, Lord, I will be done. Like Jesus was saying, I will be done. But he had not prayed. He had fallen asleep. So when he woke up, there was no unction, there was no direction, there was no sensitivity to the spirit, nothing. All he could think about is that, what can I do to save the situation? And he found a knife and he started cutting off ears. And the person who has prayed says that, no, don't cut off any ear yet. And took the ear and put it back. And said, let's go, let's go. It is the, it is the will of God. 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 You see, when you are not when you are not trainable, when you are not trainable, you you can't be used. You can't be used. I mean, you can ask Archie, Doctor Archie here. He's a medical doctor. He's a GP. He's a I mean, he's a big man. You should ask him whether he started like by five by five years old. By five years old, you had a surgery. Yeah? No, no, not at all. Yes. He, he, he learned. He learned. He learned the alphabets like all of us. How many of you here are not doctors? You are not a doctor. Yes. He learned the alphabet just like you. Yes. He went to. Did you go to primary school? Yes, I did. <laughs> did you go to secondary school too? Yes, I did. Yes. With secondary school, did you start? Did you start the uh, uh, studying medicine right from year seven? No, no, no. You are just like us. He just. He was just like us, all of us. Yes. Yes. You also had to draw, uh, draw a flower and name the parts. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. We've all done biology before. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you have also drawn a flower that you named the part? Yes, you draw a flower, name the part. Yes. Then also all sorts of things, isn't it? And cells. Yes, you draw a cell, also you name the. Yeah, all, all, yes, all those things. All those things. Started from somewhere. As you are moving, it's like you are going. I can sometimes you can even imagine. This is what I want to be. Event, event, some uh, accounts teacher. Somebody who's teaching accounts. Do you do accounts? Do you do history? <laughs> history. Some history teacher has come. You are wondering. I want to be a doctor. What do I have to do with French Revolution? <laughs> Yes. Depending on where you went to secondary school, you hear different names. 
either French Revolution or you hear somebody call Mansa Musa. Hey, what am I going to do with Mansa? <laughs> what empire? The Mali Empire. <laughs> look at that. Look at all that. The Mali Empire. <laughs> what is he going to? Well, how does how does Mali Empire contribute to his life now? How does he contribute to his life now? Mali Empire. Oh, Mansa Musa. I mean Mansa. Somebody called Mansa. How does, how does he contribute to his life now? As he's fighting COVID. <laughs> but when he gets to the things of the spirit and the ministry, that we want, we want things to be a certain way. And as soon as it doesn't look like what we want, then we become depressed, offended. You see, anytime, now that you are sober, let me tell you, anytime you're offended, upset, you don't agree, you feel you're angry, be it known unto you that you're not being led by the Spirit. Yes. 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 I've stopped, I've stopped chasing people who are upset and angry. I've stopped chasing them. I used, to chase, I used to chase and talk. Oh, don't be like this. Oh, it's like that. He says, I've stopped it because, because you, are, you are under the influence of some evil spirit. Next time you are angry, never take a major decision. Don't make a major decision when you are angry. Because it is not the spirit of God. If you make the mistake of telling me that you want to leave the church, Look, I'll, look, I will tell you, leave now. Now, go. Don't come again. I mean, like a pastor. That's what church members, they are babies, so that one, I'll, I'll wrap you small, I'll wrap you. <laughs> because I know that, oh, this is a baby, it's a baby, I'll wrap you, I'll give you, I'll give you Christian Cerelac and Christian um, Lactogen. To drink, I tell you, look, look, drink, drink something small for happiness. I buy you Coca Cola, I buy you Super Malt, I buy you Super Malt. Yes, I say, oh, Super Malt, but like a pasta. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> leave us, leave us. Oh, leave us. Because you are under a different spirit. That's why I say, if you make the mistake. Because it will be a mistake. Don't play that game. As a church member, so as will you, I'll have time for you. I'll call you every day. I'll ask you, should I come and pick you up? No, I'd like to pick you up. Because I, I mean, they're baby. I mean, they're baby, Chris. They're baby. A little thing. No, these babies will get angry. <laughs> have you not seen them in the shops throw themselves on the floor because they want mass bows? I'm saying, those are babies. It's baby, baby business. You hear you've traveled. So Bethel is the place that takes you further away from what you have planned or imagined. So when you see yourself being taken somewhere else, it's a it's a test. It's a test of your obedience. It's your test of your willingness. It's your test of 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 proving that you are leadable because you you will be led in this life. You will be led to your grave. You will be led. 
if ministry you want to do, you will be led. It's not like now I've arrived at a point where I want to do my own thing. You will be led. You will be given instructions. You will be told what to do. You will be told not to do some things. Do this. So you see, it looks like, look, to me, I can sing. I can realize I'm into singing. I'm into singing. And we say, hey, 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 come on to the basenta. Go and do basenta. Yeah, go and do, go and do what? Basenta. You want to say, say, you know, I have the grace for singing. That's what this basenta, I don't know. You don't know, that's why I said go and do. You see what you have. Yes. You sing, you're a vessel of God. I mean, can you imagine you take you take your mug? How I many of you have mugs that you drink your tea from? You take your mug, you're about to make yourself a cup of tea. Then the mug starts shouting. No, 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 Don't put hot water in me. Don't put water in me. <laughs> what will you do to that mug? If I you'll be so scared you'll drop it. That'll be the distraction of the of the mug. That'll be its distraction. You'll be so scared. The mug starts twisting on your finger. It's too hot. It's too hot. All my life you've been bending me. Today, today I want to be like the glass. You use it to drink Coca-Cola. Fanta. Even tea. You use it to drink iced tea. I also want something cold and sweet. Your mark says no. I hope this evening when you get up, you make it yourself. Uh, your your mark starts. Yes. You will drop it. One little step God wants to guide you to this. We, say, you can, we, can't take, we can't take pressure. We can't take difficulties. Like we don't like difficulty. Little difficulty. We don't like difficulty. We begin to do all kinds of things like no, no, no this is not for me that's how you can't be used again that's how you can't be used again that's, that was like your end that was like your end because you, you see and that is even the pride it's as if you we feel as if we are something when we are not anything because the thing that you've been gunning for the thing you've been gunning for if you are put there In 1993, I preached a message. Till today, till today, my friend Bishop Joel has not forgotten about that message. He's not not because he was blessed, but because he didn't understand the message. (laughs) I mean, look, right from the end of the right from the end of the service on that Sunday afternoon. Not like he started to have a letter right after that sermon. He came to ask me, he said, so what's the title of the message? <laughs> he said, he said, why? He said, is it voice of the air or voice of the wind? I mean, it's like, what, it's like, what, what were you doing today? What were you doing? What, what, what were you doing? I said, brother, 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 
till today, till today. He hasn't, he hasn't, he has not allowed me to have my peace over that message. Anytime we are anywhere and somebody quotes the verse that I used, which is 1 Corinthians 14 10. Anytime we are anywhere and someone quotes that verse, you just turn and say the voice of the air. <laughs> no, I was preaching from the bottom of my I was re- I felt I had really preached. <laughs> but if you ask me what did I say, I also don't know what I said. I just thought I'd see the beautiful verse. I mean, it's like, look. It's a beautiful verse, it is. I was preaching. There are different types of voices. And this, I, was, I really talked. I'm sorry, I talked. Voice of your mother, voice of your father, voice of your uncle, voice of me. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. But don't mind anybody. The following week, they all came again. They came again. They came again. And I preached again. Yeah, even though they didn't understand my, my voices, but they came again. Yes, they came. They were there. But you say you want to repeat this? So they, oh, you give it. You're allowed to make your mistakes. You're allowed to do something. But you just have to be humble. Humble and allow yourself to be led and to be guided. Do this. Go here. Not like today. Today you are here. They say, no, no, no. For me. This, is, this is my thing. This is my thing. You see, that is what disqualifies people. Because you are not flexible. You are not flexible. You are not flexible. And the move of the spirit, you can't put it into a formula. There's no formula. This is, the scripture says the wind, the wind blows where it, it wants. That is, that is the man that is anointed. Give me that verse. That the man that is anointed, he is like the wind. It's like I said, the person is like a wind. You can't pin him to anything. So as soon as I see people who are rather trying, people who have not reached that level of ministry, that level of ministry where it's like things are very defined, and then they want to pin themselves to something, I know that they are in error. Verse 7. Okay, verse 8. It's okay, verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But can't tell not whence it cometh and whither it goes. You can't tell where it's coming from and where it's going. That is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Everyone that is born of it, that's how they are. That's how they are. That's how you see them playing drums today, tomorrow they are preaching. Yes. Yes. My drummer is a reverend minister today. Are you not a reverend? Yes, he's called, he's called Reverend Richard. I mean, he wasn't named after me, but when he came, he was called Richard. Yes, he's called, he's a Reverend Minister, but he was my drummer. He was a good drummer. Yes. Just as one day he came to church with <laughs> a branch. I don't know whether it was from a mango tree or whatever. That's what, <laughs> that's what he came to. That's what he came to use to play the drums for us. <laughs> yeah, but he was a good drummer. What a good drama. All the finest dramas you ever see. Yes. Especially when he's playing for the choir. Yeah. When he's playing for the choir. Not even praising worship. When he's playing for the choir. 
Praise and worship, it wasn't so smooth because of the worship leader. The worship leader was trying to control it. He said he would be controlled. <laughs> so that one was never smooth. <laughs> As well as we start praising and worship, we all know that hey, war has begun. <laughs> today be today. <laughs> no matter what he does, the worship leader is not impressed. <laughs> no, matter, no matter what he does, no matter what he does. When he slows down or he goes faster, no matter what he does. <laughs> People, you like talk, you like history, you like the history of the church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine him saying, Imagine him saying that look, as for as for me, I'm into drumming. I'm a drummer. Or maybe he says that not even he said that I am I am I am a pastor. I'm into pastoral things, so I will not play drums. Hey, how would we even know your faithfulness? How would we? Have you, have you as I'm talking now? Have you heard me say anything about his sermon, how he preaches, or what he preaches? I guess I don't I don't know. What I know about him is his faithfulness behind the drums. I know. So when you know someone's faithfulness, you know that this person can do well. The faithfulness. Because that's what First Corinthians 4.2 tells me. That it's the main qualification of any minister. But when you say, do this, the person can do it. And will stay with it. That is what tells me that the person is a minister. Not to tell me that you are a minister. And you know what you want to do. Never heard his sermon before. I've never bought his. I've, I've not. I've not subscribed to his podcast. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't know what to say. But I know the person is a faithful person. I know every Sunday he's here and he's behind the drums. I know faithfulness. I know when we when we 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 used to go. Uh, what was that thing called? The boat thing on the Thames. What boat parties? Yes, but I thought you had a name. Okay. A party on a boat. It's called a boat party. Okay. <laughs> so, we're on the Thames. And he stood by me. And he said to me that, I want to marry this sister. There were two, actually. There were two. So, we're discussing the two. This one and this is this one. They said, no, I like this one. I think I'll choose this one. And he's married to that one. He married her. It's as simple as I've known nothing like I've changed my mind, I've gone to do this. No, 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 no. He said, I think I'll marry this one. Between the two, I think I'll marry this one. So I said, Oh, really? He said, Yes. I said, Okay, I also don't have anything against it. Marry her. Let's do it. Let's do it. And he did it. And he's married her. Till today, he's still married to her. Till today. Just like the drums. He's still married. I say, I'm trying to show you faithfulness. Yes. Faithfulness, faithfulness, it goes this way, it's like it's going this way, it goes that way, it's like it's going this way, then it goes somewhere else, but the person is stable. It's like there's no there's no problem. Why should there be a problem? There's no problem. There's no problem. It doesn't look like what you want and what you are dreaming about, but that is that is that is how God leads and that's how God guides. Today he's a pastor of a church. He preaches every Sunday. And people go to that church. They go there. People go there. He took over a branch. The, church, the branch has not finished. Yeah. 
What more, what more do you want from such a what want more what more would you want from such a person? The wind bloweth where it listeth. That is anyone that is born of the spirit. He is able to follow the spirit. He is in, a person is intelligent enough to follow the leading of the spirit. Even if he's going in the direction that that is not where he, he feels he would like to, but it is, it is the spirit that is leading. Next one. Bethel is the place of dreams and visions. May you have dreams and visions. I said, may you have dreams and visions. is a place where Jacob had his dreams and vision. This was Jacob in Genesis 28. This is he had dreams and visions and he said, and he said, the Lord was in this place and I knew it not. Is it some of your dreams and visions that you have? When you have them, when you wake, when you wake up from a dream, one of the things you, that must occur to you is that God is with you. Because those who have a spirit, the Bible says that they shall have dreams. The old men will dream and the young people shall see visions. There are dreams and visions with the spirit and with the anointed. The more anointed or Holy Spirit influence you become, the more you will see that when God is speaking to you, one of the ways you will choose is through dreams and visions. You will have dreams. I mean, you will have significant dreams. Dreams that you can't forget. Dreams that you can't forget. You can't forget about it. There are some dreams that the time you wake up, you are forgotten. I mean, if you have, you know about it. After you wake up, it's, it's gone. But there are some dreams that don't go anywhere. It's with you. It's with you. It's there. It's there. Those are dreams of the spirit. Dreams of the spirit. You see, you have dreams and visions. And God is showing you things. God will show things to you, reveal things to you, give you directions. Some of the things that you will see an anointed person doing with passion and strength is because he has, God has spoken to him about it. So as you see some of me say, God told me this, God said this. You don't know how he told them. If you get close enough and they tell you the dream they had, you will see, you will see why they never, move, they never move away from some convictions. They don't move away from it. It's like, this is it. This is God. This is what God told me to do. So I'm staying with it. From today, have respect for your dreams and your visions. Yes. Because God can speak to you through dreams and visions. God will speak to you through dreams and visions. When Jacob woke up, he said, he said, God was here. And I didn't know. God was here. I didn't know. It's like, it's like, God, God is in this place and I didn't know. When I was going to sleep, I didn't know that God was around. I'm sure he's thinking, if I knew God was around, I wouldn't have slept. But he didn't know that he had to sleep to know that God was around or he had to sleep for God to communicate with him. 
So when you start having dreams and visions, you should know that God, God is with you. God is by you. Don't underestimate your dreams. Don't think it's nothing. It's something. Don't think that it's nothing. It's something. I didn't used to think much of dreams. I said, me, I'm Bible. The word of, I've read the Bible. What the Bible says, that's it. I'm Bible. I'm still Bible. Hey, you can't easily sway me to, into anything. No. Bible, Bible, verse. Show me a, show me a verse, therefore I will not. I'm, I'm Bible. Show me verse before I will not. But I can see as you grow up and you fill up that. The Bible teaches about dreams and visions. Hence, I now believe in dreams and visions. Oh, I believe, I really believe in it. I really believe in it. That dreams, visions, trances, things that I'm waiting for it to happen. And things that have also happened, I said that, okay, this is God. This was God. May you have dreams and visions. I want to finish Bethel, so that's why I'm um, I'm finishing. Okay. The next thing about Bethel. Are you going to fight to have dreams? Are you going to respect the dreams? It's not all your dreams that are from the food you ate. It's not from the jerkies you had. Yes. So you see, God is speaking to you. God is coming through. God is coming through. Because sometimes he can't get through because we are too busy. We are too busy doing things. He needs us asleep. Then he begins to speak. Like Job said, in the slumberings. Then you see there. God appears. He starts speaking. He speaks to you. The beautiful ones are the short dreams. Short like that, finish. Done. If you had to meet God, you say, done, finish. It's like, hey, I've done. I've showed, I've showed it to you. I've spoken to you. That is finished. Hmm. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men and slumberings upon the bed, then what will happen? Then he openeth the ears of men and sealeth their instruction. Do you understand? Verse 17 is what? That he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. Wow. Wow. Will you, will you not like dreams? Don't you want dreams? Don't you feel like dreaming already? Don't you feel like closing your eyes and dream? Because it's like God is really at work. That's why he opens the ears. Wow. That's why he opens the ears of men and slips the instruction. It's like things are brought to a conclusion that this is it. This is what you're supposed to do. This is where you're supposed to go. You don't know what you're supposed to do because you haven't dreamt. You are not you are not you are not following what God wants you to follow and to do because 
the spirit is the, the spirit the anointing is not there but it is on you Amen. yes because when you are full of the spirit you will dream you will dream you will see visions he will correct you he will tell you what to do he will tell you what not to do You see, as soon as you believe in dreams, you will find the verses. I believe in the Bible. I like the Bible. If you want to tell me anything to do, give me a verse. I will do it. Just give me a verse. Don't tell me a story. Just give me a verse. Because I also can't be spooked easily. You can't do some magic and gimmicks on me. Then it's like, I'm intimidated and say, hey, he's powerful. As you're doing your things, I'm thinking, verse, verse, verse. I need a verse. I need a verse badly. When I get home, I'll go and set verse for the things you were doing and the things you said. I need a verse. I need a verse badly, I'm telling you, badly. Okay. Almost there. Bethel is the place of encountering God personally. You will begin to know God for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have personal encounters. You have personal encounters with God. That is when it even becomes easier to even lead you or to work with you because you, you, will know, you will know God. You will know God and if I know God, when we speak, we'll agree. But you will know God for yourself. God will speak for you. God will guide you. You'll be led by the Spirit because you know God. You have, you have encounters with God. You've encountered God. You even, you even know how he speaks. You even know how he speaks. You will know how God speaks to you. Yeah. I know how God speaks to me. Apart from dreams and visions or reading the Bible. I know, I know that this one is God. And I know that this one, I'm imagining things. Yes. You will know how God speaks to you. You will know his voice. May you know his voice. May you know his voice. And I even want to know his voice more. And I even want to know him even, even clearer, even clearer. So that I can believe more. Do you know why some people don't believe? Because they don't have anything to believe. Yes. And because they don't have anything to believe, that's why they are not doing anything. That's why they don't do anything. They are not doing anything. Because there's nothing to believe. Because when you believe, you do. And you need something to believe so that you can do. And when you don't have anything, there's nothing to believe. And therefore, there's nothing to do. May you receive revelations 
to have something to do. You know, during flow prayer meetings, the time that I, I laugh and I shake my head and I say, oh, Bishop. When he, say, when he says things like, write seven things, that hot. And I say to myself, how many people will get seven things? Yes. But you see, it's a test for you. Every time you can't find seven things, you should know your level and pray for God to be able to have seven things. To be able to think enough to be that close to God that you can come up with seven things. You can come up with three things. That because then you say seven things that God has said to you. Then you say, Hey, my God. <laughs> yes, even three. Yes. Like today he was saying that pray for seven and you will get three. Seven for the price of three. When he says seven, I say, hey, Bishop, for this seven, where will we get it from? <laughs> How many of you also realize that it's not? You are looking at me and say, you always get seven, and I'm the one struggling. You, we, are, we are like the same, isn't it? You understand what I'm saying? But you see, it, it goes with your relationship with God. And how alert you are to spiritual things. How alert. Your alertness will give you more things. You understand things more. Even preaching, even preaching is very linked to um, spirituality and the Holy Spirit and the anointed. Let me use to say anointed is very linked to the anointed. To even have things to say. Yes, to have things to say. have things to say which is different from reading notes to have things to say and for people to listen and hear, understand and be blessed means that you you must be on a certain wavelength because it's like you are getting information and you are delivering information you understand do you really understand? Yes. <laughs> May you encounter God personally. The fourth thing. Oh, we are finishing. The fourth thing. Is I'm even I'm even one of my surprises. One of my surprises is that this battle, this battle, this fight to catch the anointing is going to take me about three weeks to finish. It's one of my surprises because I thought I thought I'll finish it last week. Last week I was disrupted by the microphone. But I thought I, but by the time this week came, like no, 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 no. It's not a one day rattling and running away. It's not like because I can read I can read everything to you and, and dash. Oh, may you have personal encounters with God. See, the encounters are key. The encounters, encounters. That you, that you really be a friend of God. A friend of God. A friend of God. That God talks to you. You hear what he's saying. You understand what he's saying. And then you do what he has said do. You will actually do it. That's a man of faith and a man of conviction that this is what God says. So I am doing it. And nothing can blow you. Not, not 
Last week, God said that you are a pastor and you are a pastor in the church. And then the following week, God has changed his mind. The next turn is that the place, Bethel, is the place of committing your finances to God. So, can you say that if you're not going to say, now you are stuck at Bethel? Maybe you cross through Gilgal quickly. But since you go to Bethel, you haven't moved again. Because as I read this, you can say, even your finances are not committed to God. Even tithing is a struggle. Tithing, to pay tithe, is like a struggle. To give to give ten percent of your increase to God, it's like a struggle. It's like a but it's like that one. I haven't got the revelation yet. I've seen other revelations, but not this one. Tithing is it's like when it gets to finances, it's like God is it's like God is out of your finances, but God shouldn't be out of your finances. It was in Bethel when Jacob woke up that he said that from today he's going to tithe. From today, he will give a tenth of everything he has to God. Tenth to him. When you see, I'll tell you something very quickly because I have four minutes to be closing. I'll tell you something very quickly. When you see somebody, someone who struggles with giving, that's a carnal person. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. That financial blessings. Have you, have you seen money? Do you know money? It responds. It responds to spiritual principles. It's a very, the movement of money is a very spiritual thing. The movement of money. It's a very, 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 very spiritual thing. Money doesn't just move. Has money moved to you? Since you woke up this way, has money moved to you? You need some spiritual principles to obey and to follow with all your heart. That is where the blessings of God come from. That is where the blessings of God come from. You see how blessed this church is? You see, God has blessed the church. When you watch flow prayer meetings, you see the things people do. You see individuals building cathedrals, individuals building um, churches. You see different things happening. It's a, it's a sign of a blessed church. The church is blessed with people. With people. Who can do such things and can do it with ease. It's not even a struggle. You see, it's a spiritual thing. If you if you like, if you like, I'll pay for Sky Sky TV for you to be on. I'll pay for a channel for you to be on and stand there and tell people that they should send you money. You used to build a, a church, or you even used to build a hospital. A COVID hospital. And see how many people will respond. That's all that's all that I'm saying. And see how many people respond. That is where you will discover that when you see money in the church moving like that, 
God is at work. And God has trusted his servant that I will bless you because I know you'll be faithful with what I'll give to you. Yes. I don't think that anybody at all who is in charge of in charge of master seed or whatever will get offerings. I don't think so. I've never been I've never thought so or believed in such a thing for even one second. It depends on who is there and the grace on his life, the call on his life, and his obedience to the call, and how faithful he has proven himself to God. So what I'm saying to you is that what I'm saying to you is that you see, when it gets to finances and money and those things, your obedience to God, your faithfulness is in little. That is what causes much to be given to you. Because that's what Jacob did. He said, he said, I will surely give the tenth to thee. That's a financial commitment. He made a financial commitment immediately. You can't be walking with God or going deeper with God and still have such high regard that money is like, like a God in your life. And so when I say like a God, it means that, it means that you can't give an offering. You can't give an, You can't pay tithe. How can you serve God and mammon? How can you serve God and riches? One of the things you will step over and I pray for grace for you to step over with ease is ability to give, ability to sow seeds. Yes, ability to sow seeds. Ability to give. An ability to give. Right from when you have nothing to when you have much. Because it's from the little that God will start promoting you. Faithfulness to the little and then you see now you have much. You've been in the church for a while. You've been around for some years. But now you should be able to give certain offerings. You said the offering should be normal to you. Like your normal Sunday offering. By now, you should have decided between you and God that Sunday, Sunday morning, you don't give less than a certain amount. To God. And see if God will not help. See if God will not bless. See if God will not give you the ability to have that thing to give. Not that offerings are always the last thing on your mind. Like, hey, they say offerings. They are going, okay, let, let me send some to be. No. 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 Am I boring? Are you sleeping? Okay. I think this is the last one. It is the place of making covenants with God. You see what I just said that you would say that you will not give um, below a certain amount. If you care to know, I remember the stage in my life when I decided 
Maybe it's the amount that I can't tell you. That I will, ne- I will never give below this amount. And since that day, I've never lacked to give below. It's never been a problem to give that amount. I don't, I don't give below a certain amount. I don't do it. Maybe I'm sharing with you now my covenant without even knowing. But I remember when I said, God, if I enter church on a Sunday, never, I will never do below this. Never. And I have never failed because it's not by my might or my ability. It's by the person that I have the agreement with. He's the one who provides. He's the one who gives. He gives so that I can give. Yeah, he gives seed to the sower. He gives me so I can give. And I want to mention an amount. I don't know whether maybe I should have said higher so that, so that I would, because it means that I'll get more. But I, I think I can change, I can up, upgrade it. Because giving that amount every week is without sweat. It doesn't, it doesn't even bother me. It doesn't, it's like, it's almost, it's almost like, it's almost like it's nothing. I'm just giving. It's giving time. It's like, this is what you give. You don't give below this. So you see, when you don't have, when you are working with God, you don't have covenants. There is no deep reason. Let's see, covenant is like marriage. It, it's a reflection of a deeper relationship. So when we stand here during uh, marriages saying the vows, we say, we say, we well, places that these days I, I laugh at the couple as well. Say, Forsaking all others. Now tell that you, you are going to, you are, young girl, you are going to leave all the tall guys, short guys, big ones, small ones, all of them. You can't change your mind again. Should we go ahead? And he said, oh yes, we should. He said, marriage covenant. That's it. That's, that's what it is. No turning, no changing of minds. That this is it. God, this is it. But when there are no covenants, then you are not at a certain level. There has to be covenants. No bishop or people will tell you that before he married his wife, he, he made the sign. She signed the covenant, and the, that covenant is Matthew six thirty three. That God is going to come before everything in this marriage that you want to come along. It's like, it's like this is the person you are going to follow. So you see, all his teachings, everything is covenant of this, covenant of that, covenant of that, covenant. It's like agreements that you have with God. That's like God first, and she signed. Hey. She signed. <laughs> yeah. Guys, God bless you. Oh. Yes. I pray you have covenants. And things that you are committed to, to God, to God. I pray that thing will exist in your life. I pray that thing will exist in your life. But there's something you have told God you will do, and you will not change your mind about it. 
pray that you have that in your mind and in your life. Father, let there be a blessing. Let there be glory. Let there be honor. Let there be victory. Let there be promotion. And let there be light, O oh God. Refresh us that we may be refreshed, O oh God. Anoint us that we may be anointed, O oh God. Lead us that we may be led by your spirit and in your way. Choose the way for us that we may follow. Ah, ah, make that your prayer. Choose the way for us, Lord. Choose the way for us, Lord, that we may follow. Choose the way for us, Lord, that you may follow. Choose the way for us, Lord, that we may follow. Choose for us. Choose for us. Choose for us that we may follow. Choose for us that we may follow. Let there be a blessing. Let there be a miracle. Let there be supernatural help. Thank you, Father. Matoshi pato satire. Taladidoste. 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 Pray to him. Talk to him. Talk to him that he will choose that you will follow. tonight thank you for the word that you have shared with us thank you for understanding thank you for your presence that is here with us thank you that we received something because we came to church tonight thank you father god for a wonderful service in the name of jesus we have prayed with thanksgiving we hope that you've been blessed by this message for more information Follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.